and we will be speaking to the Defence Minister Judith Collins uh, a little later on. 13 minutes to 7 now and Israel has suffered its deadliest single day in Gaza since its ground invasion began. 24 members of the Israeli Defence Force were killed on Monday. That toll included 21 who were killed inside a central Gaza building that was set to, to be uh, demolished. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says despite the losses, Israel will push on with the fighting in Gaza until, quote, absolute victory. Yesterday was one of the hardest days since the war broke out. We lost 24 of our best sons, the heroes who fell defending the homeland. Together with the citizens of Israel, I grieve for each and every one of them. I hug the families whose world has changed forever. From here we send a prayer for the wounded to find peace. The IDF is conducting a thorough examination of the disaster. We must learn the lessons and do everything for our soldiers. Meanwhile, the UN Relief Agency for Palestine says almost 600,000 people in Gaza are facing catastrophic hunger. This comes as the Palestinian death toll since October 7 reached 25,000 earlier this week. For the latest, earlier I spoke to our correspondent in Tel Aviv, Sarah Coates. According to the IDF spokesperson, Daniel Hagari, he said that troops were operating near Khan Yunus as part of the army's efforts to create what it's calling a buffer zone to allow residents of these border communities that were evacuated when this war began to return home. Now, he says that an RPG was then fired at a tank, which then triggered another explosion, which was the result of mines planted there by troops. Uh, We do know that two buildings were then brought down on these troops there uh, with a rescue operation, a very complicated rescue effort beginning after that to try and get these people out. But look, uh, we're talking here about 24 people in a single day, 21 people in that incident alone. Now, a number of funerals were held here in Israel today. And look, there is a lot of grief here in the region, you know, just given that uh, everyone must serve in the army. Yeah, what has been the reaction in Israel? We've seen already uh, this week over the past few days growing frustration from families of hostages there. Certainly. Well, look, the Prime Minister, he's remaining extremely defiant. He says that we will continue to fight until we reach our goal of defeating Hamas. But what we've been hearing uh, from top officials over the last few days, the New York Times has actually got an article. It was citing uh, high-ranking Israeli military officials saying that uh, they're concerned that if Israel has any hope of defeating Hamas, that it may actually have to do so at the cost of the lives of these hostages. And look, it, Hamas is proving very difficult to defeat. We saw this with this incident today, or this incident, I should say, yesterday, the news coming in today of these 21 soldiers killed just in that one incident alone. Uh, It uses this labyrinth of tunnels very well. It hides underground. And Hamas knows this area in Gaza, very close fighting uh, happening there in some areas. It knows this area like the back of its hand. So, you know, this is proving uh, to be a very difficult task for Israel and many people are criticising Israel over what is perceived as a lack of a military strategy. In terms of the uh, offensive, you mentioned Khan Yunus there. Is that the uh, the focus now of the ground invasion? Yeah, it certainly is. This is an area that the Israeli military says it, call, it, it says is a Hamas 
stronghold. Uh, we do know that the military has been pushing further deeper south into that area of Khan Yunus, even pushing further toward Rafa. Uh, we have heard some word come in over the last few hours that one of the last remaining semi-working hospitals inside Khan Yunus, this is the NASA hospital, it's come under siege once again. A number of unverified videos are circulating on social media uh, showing real attacks, heavy attacks on this hospital, uh, artillery fire ringing out. And uh, this is an area that before all of this, around 7,000 civilians were sheltering. We do need to remember that Khan Yunus was once an area that Israel said was a safe zone and told all of these people from the north of the Strip to move there. So a lot of these people are once again being forced to flee even further south. But they say they simply have nowhere to go, Ingrid. And just finally, in terms of a ceasefire deal, uh, what is the latest on that? Well, look, Qatar says it's working very intensively with both Hamas and Israel to firstly secure some sort of a ceasefire and also to get these remaining 130 or so hostages back from the Gaza Strip. But what we've been hearing from Israel is that there will be no ceasefire until all of the hostages are released. And, you know, Hamas says that it won't release any of the hostages until there's a ceasefire. So it's certainly a a very, very difficult. And uh, the families here are extremely frustrated, extremely fed up. That was our correspondent in Tel Aviv, Sarah Coates. It is eight minutes to seven now.